Let's face it, living takes guts and living a full life takes a lot of guts. Igniting Courage podcast is the place you can come to get a blast of courage from real people who are clawing their way through life just like you are. We're gonna talk about big courage and also little daily courage. You'll hear people's opinions on how to build courage and how to summon it when you would rather join the circus and never be heard from again. So welcome. I'm glad you had the guts to show up for this conversation. Hi, and thank you for joining me on episode 98 of Igniting Courage podcast. Holy cow. Already thinking about all the incredible things we're going to do with episode 100. It's coming. Stay tuned. Year three for Igniting Courage podcast is about to launch, but our final episodes of year two are not to be missed, including this one. In this episode, I get to interview Ty Schmidt, who's the head of Norte, which is a biking uh, and community building nonprofit here where I live in Traverse City, Michigan. He has done some incredible things over the last seven years, and it only seems appropriate. I went down to the uh, clubhouse, the Norte clubhouse. It to do this interview outside in person, which was wonderful. And it's totally appropriate that there are kids laughing in the background who are on their bikes, balancing, being outside, off their screens. Just a perfectly appropriate situation. Seeing him eye to eye, safe and social distanced, but still uh, in person, which is a lot about what his mission is with Norte of building happy, healthy, strong communities by empowering the young at heart to be active for life. So enjoy and be inspired by the courage that Ty Schmidt had to build Norte into the amazing thing it is today. Enjoy. All right. So thank you so much for joining me, Ty Schmidt. How are you doing today? Doing great, Ed. Welcome to the clubhouse. Thank you. It's so nice to be here at the Norte Clubhouse. We got bike club going on over here. Two young riders. Yeah. Yeah. This yeah. is this is super cool. Mm -hmm. um, so, you know, I want to get into what this Norte thing is and and how you created and everything. But let's just start with with a role model for courage. You know, to, in order to do courageous things, we need to have role models. So is there somebody that kind of inspires courage in you? I think there is. And and I so I grew up in Canada. I grew up near outside of uh, Winnipeg, about 300 kilometers northwest of Winnipeg in Manitoba. And, and growing up in the 80s, uh, there was this there was this young man named Terry Fox. And I don't know if you know Terry Fox, but he is a, you know, a Canadian hero. You know, he's a Canadian treasure who lost a leg to cancer and, and decided to run across uh, Canada. Uh, to raise funds um, uh, for cancer research, ends up dying halfway across because of cancer. But that that hero, that perseverance, that courage of what it takes to do hard things, um, I still, I mean, I he just uh, had his annual Terry Fox run, so that's what I kind of saw in my brain. So every September, uh, you know, kids from across Canada do this Terry Fox run. It's just what you do. Oh wow! And so every year we get to hear the story of Terry. I I just I just think he's like, because sometimes I wonder. Uh, why am I doing this? Because <laughs> it's not easy. Well, and that's the thing about hard things, right? Oh. It constantly takes that that sort of recommitment. Yeah. Because it isn't easy. Yeah. Right. So talk to me about Norte. Where did this come from? What's the idea? What is it? Because a lot of people may not even live in Traverse City, so they don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's a great story, and it, and really, it's something as as I'm a physical therapist, I have no idea what it means to run a nonprofit, manage a nonprofit, <laughs> write grants, you know, all of the things that come with with uh, being a 501c3, but 
when we moved to Traverse City in 06, so we, my, my wife and I, Neil and our county gal, uh, met in Tucson, moved up here after our first son was born. And when he started school just across the street here over at Eastern Elementary, I was just um, blown away by the amount of, of, of cars at this neighborhood school. And I would just sit there when I would bike them him there and, and just watch like a handful of, of kids walking and even a few biking. And I don't know, it just kind of bothered me a little bit. And, and instead of like going maybe the more traditional route of, I don't know, being on a committee or, you know, asking permission, you know, I decided to just do something about it. And we were, Johanna and I were in a position where we were job sharing. So we were both physical therapists here at Munson. So we had the luxury of time, you know, and that time provided an opportunity to take action. And so Norte started with this little tiny neighborhood bike train uh, connecting Oak Park neighborhood to East Elementary. Started with three kids, then five kids, then 15 kids. And that was, uh, uh, a light bulb that went off like why isn't this happening across Traverse City and so we made friends with other like-minded parents and bike trains started going to their neighborhood schools and then we started getting into advocacy and infrastructure and policy and and now Norte uh, you know is you know it's it's bigger than I ever thought it would ever be you know and now we have this do I think you know a pretty large annual budget of you know, and people who are now employed, we have we have eight staff members, you know, we have 43 coaches, um, but it's exciting stuff. It, you know, and, and COVID right now has made things a lot more complex. Um, and so that's why I mean, like, why am I doing this? <laughs> <laughs> so, but it, it is every day, you know, I get to make a choice and it is a gift to, to lead this tribe, you know, as its co-founder and executive director. Uh, to get to also be connected to it and seen in emotion. So we got preschoolers here on their balance bikes um, outside off the couch, off their screen with their, with their grandma or moms and dads. And like, this is, this is the mission uh, in motion. What is, what is the mission? Of well, the, I mean, the mission is, is to, to help build happy, healthy, strong communities by empowering the young at heart uh, to be active for life, you know, and as a physical therapist, you know, I'm passionate about health and I was just so tired of dealing with chronic disease and and all the problems that come along with a sedentary lifestyle and I grew up playing all the traditional sports you know I did them I did them all you know and I'm grateful for that but now I play zero you know I play zero sports but I'm more active than ever because I've I've intertwined it into my life you know well and that's one of the coolest things about your story is you don't you didn't just start this cool nonprofit that really is making a difference in the community you're living this like you have created a lifestyle around biking you you guys only have one car right yeah and you have how many kids we have two boys okay mm -hmm. yeah and i don't um of course i have a very patient wife and, I, and when i moved here it was probably <laughs> not the right decision but i did give up my driver's license uh so i haven't driven a, you know a car in 14 years again my, my wife is very patient <laughs> my friends are very uh, kind with their time um so it is something i'm better off for it you know and i realized that early on i'm less grouchy you know uh uh, more creative, you know, I think when I'm out, I know my neighbors more. So it's less about, I think, just health. Um, but, you know, all the things that come along with kind of the human experience of being connected to your to your neighbors and um, being purposeful with, you know, with with your time, you know, so. So where do you think you got the courage to do this, to finally take that step and say, you know what, I'm going to create something and make a difference here? Yeah, I don't. I, 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 I never intended, uh, and, and I think if I did, if I did know that this was, was going to happen, I think I might have thought twice about it, you know, because it is, it is hard, you know, and we are in the business of disrupting the status quo, 
And sometimes that's not easy, you know, of stepping on toes and who's Norte and where, where do they come and what, what, how come they get to say, you know, and, but then you get to see it, you know, and you get to hear it from the kids and the families about how it's changing their lives, right? So, you know, I mean, and just little things like, you know, we decided to bike to the library or, you know, we've decided to, um, you know, walk to school, you know, and um, those stories is what powers the courage to keep going. Well, it's funny because as I got in the car to come over here, I was like, I should ride my bike. It's a nice day. I'm going over to Norte. Like, why am I not riding my bike? And it just like gets in your brain. So, I mean, it is, it does make a big difference. Well, and, and without being judgmental or critical or pretend to know what's going on in everybody's lives, right? But here, here, here's, I mean, it's not Ty Schmidt's agenda. I think it's, it's a lot of ours now. Like here is a future that is possible mm -hmm. living in, in Traverse City in the motor state where the, you know, the, the big three legacy is strong. Right. Um, and you have to tread lightly a little bit. And um, I made a lot of mistakes along the way. And I was a little bit too, I think, pushy in the beginning. And um, because I got, I just, I guess I get tired of asking, you know, I just like, I'm, I'm not going to ask for permission anymore. You know, I'm just going to see it. And then, but you, then you, you, you create a tribe around you and, and you provide them, give them ownership and let them run with it. And now we're like, we're in the region now and it's from, you know, Elk Rapids to Northport to Sutton's Bay to, uh, you know, the west side of, of Grand Traverse County. So, I don't know. I think well, we're on to something. Yeah, well, right. <laughs> and and Norte was in Washington, D.C. not that long ago. I remember seeing a yeah, post. Yeah. What was that all about? Well, we, we went there to, uh, as part of the uh, Less Cancer um, National Cancer Prevention Day, you mm -hmm. know, and uh, to talk about the idea of, of, of health and, and healthy behaviors as it relates to chronic disease right we know that you know a lot of cancers can be prevented by just moving more right not all of it but some of it you know and and again I'm not here to preach or wave my hands and saying you know exercise more people but let's think carefully about how we design our communities and just make that the design of it make it almost unavoidable mm -hmm. you know and so and I think we're getting there you know I think Traverse City is well on its way and I think we're just seeing the ripple effects of of what happy, healthy, strong communities looks like. Yeah, yeah, and it's and it's cool because you've got programs for kids. You've got summer programs. You've got school year programs. You've got this preschool program with the kids riding. Oh, there goes a guy with a little dragon helmet riding on the on the obstacle course. Super cool. But you also have adult programs because I remember doing the light ride one holiday. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, so you're not just stopping at the kids. Well, yeah, and it's 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 the young at heart. Right, and I think early on it was my, you know, my idea. Like, let's let's start them young, let's teach them right. But I think there's all sorts of other opportunities for everybody, no matter their age, um, to be connected to something, but also to to make a change where they are, because they don't, you know, Slaptown doesn't need Ty to come over there and tell them what they need. Mm -hmm. But if we can provide the tools for them, to like, hey, you know, why isn't this connection better? Or why does this trail stop? Or why isn't there a sidewalk here? Thank you guys. I think. Um, that type of bringing them to the table and being welcoming because we don't need to be all like, you know, professional planners or advocates, right? I think, you know, I think it just, you know, people impact change and, and that took me a while to figure out. Um, but we need everybody, not 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 just uh, not not just the kids. Well, and that's such an interesting concept, and I think so important right now during this whole coronavirus thing is letting people do them doing it their way, thinking about it their way. So Slabtown, my neighborhood's gonna do it a little differently than Oak Park is gonna do it a little differently than all these different areas. And it takes courage to be able to say, 
okay, you want to do it that way? Cool. That's all you, you know, I'm going to give you the knowledge that I have from experience, but right. you can do it your way. Yeah. And, and that I think is, um, is the only way. I mean, I, I think I, I, you know, I started this because I thought there was, you know, there's just too many bureaucracies, right? I mean, of like, which is great. You know, we're fortunate to have so many wonderful organizations and governmental agencies, but I'm always of the mind that people impact change and that I don't know everything. I don't know your neighborhood. I don't need to know your neighborhood, but I know how we can tell stories and influence those with power. And, um, and I love seeing it, you know, and sometimes it's messy, right? I'm like, Ooh, (laughs) (laughs) not like that. Uh, but, um, but I, when we talk about walkability and access and connection and health, right? I think like, I hope that the thing that we take from this coronavirus time is putting health at the forefront of our decision-making, right? And and that can be lots of things, uh, including land, like being able to, to be in a park, you know, like just think of my, during the lockdown, like parks and land was like my saving grace, mm-hmm. you know, just mentally and as a family, like we went, explored everywhere. so. When we have other champions advocating on behalf of their neighborhood, you know this whole this whole region will thrive, and hopefully the whole state will thrive, and you know wherever from there. Right, exactly. So this, you do you, kind of letting the neighborhoods and letting people figure out how the right way to implement this happy, healthy community in their community, mm-hmm. is you know probably from my idea might stem from you and the way you've chosen to intentionally live your life. I mean, you gave, I didn't even realize you gave up your driver's license. Yeah. So talk about the courage that it takes to decide how you're going to do your life. Yeah. Because I think that's such an important thing. Well, I, and I, um, you know, my dad died young. And I think like that, you know, and I'm coming up on his age now. Like I'm mm-hmm. 44, mm-hmm. he was 48. And I think about how short life is, right? And that tomorrows are never guaranteed. And... You know, when we intentionally, uh, when our first son was born, like we made a choice to, to live more simply so that we had to work less, so that we can spend time with them. And that decision, um, you know, to be able to work part time and raise your kid was was huge, but not easy. Like, how are we going to pay the bills? And we have student loans. And, you know, what about college and savings? And but I think we we made that happen. Um and that was an intentional choice. And think of all the positive things that came with um, being less worried about commercial, you know, buying shit, and, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. and having two cars. And um, and I know it doesn't work for everyone. And that's what I mean by you do you. Here's what's worked for us. I think we're better off for it. Um, and I wouldn't change a thing. I love it. I love it. Well, and this doing brave things is also runs in your family. Carter, your oldest son, has a compost business. Yeah. So now you've handed this courage to do the thing that you believe in down. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, that's something. Um, Carter's Compost, uh, Bike Power Neighborhood Kitchen Scrap Pickup Service, started when Carter was seven. Uh, wow. He's now 16. And I like to say it's courage. And and it, and it, and it and now I see different levels of courage. Ultimately, you know, he's he likes doing good for the earth, but really he likes to also earn money. Uh, uh-huh. There's that. <laughs> But I do think, you know, to stick with something for nine years, and now I, I don't really even know what's going on. Like, I, it used to be, to be honest, Dad's compost and Ty's compost there <laughs> for a few years, but it's his it's his thing now. And as an entrepreneur, as a young man, to be your own boss, and I think is a pretty cool lesson, you know. And uh, uh, and I, I, 
you know, it, it does take courage because it's different, right? All of his peers are in cars, you know, and I think he takes it, gets a little self-conscious of being on his bike, which is normal, mm-hmm. right? I think, but he still does it, and and I and I think he's getting to the point where he's proud of it, you know, and owns it. Yeah. Because um, even with me on a bike, even in the winter, like people think like, what's this, what's this guy? This guy must be got his <laughs> license taken away, too many DUIs. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and I could, would sometimes feel self-conscious about that, but I'm like, you know own this yeah it's my choice yeah well and, and that was one of the things i was going to say is we don't live in florida you know we don't live where it's beautifully sunny and maybe 60 degrees when it gets cold it gets a little chilly around here in the winter yeah. i mean and that's what growing up in, in canada taught me uh you know those people are hard yeah you know, and they're tough and i and i uh, i'm proud of my roots and and i and i'm always up for the challenge and it's like it, even just biking here to the park it's only like a mile but it's still like a little bit of adventure you know and, and just a little bit of adventure every day like um keeps me keeps keeps those roots strong like that doesn't let me get too soft young at yeah right exactly <laughs> young at heart well and i heard in iceland they say there's no bad weather there's just the wrong outfit 100 percent, 100 percent. and i've learned that lesson the hard way i bet days. you have <laughs> so if you had advice for somebody who was interested in starting something but they were scared they they needed that piece of courage um what would that piece of advice be they had that idea and they were like "Mm, i want to make a difference yeah well and i and i think about that when in 13 because i hemmed and hawed with johanna you know back and forth about should we do this you know our life is pretty good right but i I think i was looking a little bit for more purpose but i had i had a mentor so bob otwell former executive director at tart trails um and being able to connect someone with someone wise, you know, so I'm like, let's do this. Like, we're going to, it's going to be great. We're going to start non, another nonprofit in a town that has, you know, a thousand nonprofits. <laughs> Bob's like, easy. <laughs> the break, buddy. Think about it. And I think having um, a team around you initially, um, while your idea, you know, is likely awesome, you know, I think early on you can't do it yourself. And um, so surrounding yourself with awesome people is key. Uh, and and I would always just think about um, starting small but committing, you know. And I when we I said Johanna, if we're gonna do this, we're gonna give this two years, and we're gonna show up every at every single thing. We showed up to every so we have these family rides at Vasa Vasa Domingos. We showed up every Sunday, and then sometimes there was like two kids there. I'm like, why are we doing this? But I think if you just keep showing up, even though it's hard, and sometimes you're wondering like, why that again? Why are we doing this? Like I could be home reading the paper. <laughs> Like, same thing with the bike ballet at the farmer's market. I, I spent every Saturday morning of my whole summer, you know, for four hours at me at the farmer's market to get the word out, you know, like, and I didn't enjoy it. But again, I think like, that's the type of hard work it takes because everybody has good ideas, you know, I think, and I'm not special either, you know, but I just, I believed in it. And I was like, I think once you commit, you just got to go all in. Well, and I love that you, you know, that you say, and how long has it been? It's when been since 13. 2013, so seven years. Mm-hmm. And and that it wasn't, it isn't now what you thought it would be. You thought you'd have this nice little bike train to the to the elementary school, and now it's this big thing, staff of eight, you got merch, you got a clubhouse, you got another clubhouse down there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, and, and so starting out small is another thing. It doesn't have to be huge right away, yeah. or at all. Yeah, and I think being open and... and changing courses things emerge right and not being afraid to like have this idea of what success looks like but being open and adaptive 
uh, and also taking risks. You know, we did some risky stuff. <laughs> I mean, uh, and 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 being able to learn while you do. Like I, I'm not a very good organizer. I don't. I'm not very good at planning or strategizing, but I do like learning by doing, and that's what I, I try to rub that off on my team. And they might get frustrated with me, but let's let's just try it, you know, and let's just watch what happens, and and observe and notice things, you know, and like oh that was a terrible idea. <laughs> you are right. We are not doing that again. <laughs> but now we know for sure. <laughs> but now we know for sure. So I think you know, and that's no one likes to fail, and no one likes things to be sucky. Um, but again, I'm of the mind that you just got, you, you have to try, you know, you have to at least put yourself out there, you know, because I don't, that's just not how my brain operates. And I think maybe like as, maybe that's not the best mindset, but I, I, I it seemed to work so far. Well, where can people find more information about Norte? Well, we're always on, uh, here at the beautiful Grand Traverse County Civic Center in the heart of Traverse City, one of, one of the region's finest parks, uh, here at the clubhouse which houses our, our bike shop, and we also have a wheelhouse, like you mentioned, at the north end of the park. And, uh, you know, we're in the interwebs, uh, El Grupo ElGrupoNorte.org, <laughs> and all the social things. Uh, but mostly, you can find us in real life, and that's what I mean. Like, we are out um, currently at six different trailheads uh, across the region. Norte is the largest youth mountain bike team in the state of Michigan. So if you want to see Norte in action... Um, from Palmer Woods to Maplehurst to Glacial to the Commons and the Vasa, um, we're rolling all fall. You look for the navy blue and orange jerseys and the uh, kids, bike racks all over the place. Kids screaming with joy. Kids screaming with joy. <laughs> That's right. They're the loud ones. Well, Ty, thank you so much for your time. Awesome. Thank Appreciate you. it. Awesome.